Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Heather Caro. And we're broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, part of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, as well as the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. And I'm so grateful, Heather, for a beautiful show this morning. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, hour, we spent some time thinking about spiritual direction. Uh, oh, it makes you, me want to go on retreat well, so bad. I hope you get the opportunity <laughs> soon. And uh, uh, just a conversation with Father Jones. They are offering retreats even during this time uh, kind of emerging out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, the retreat centers have made accommodations um, in terms of social distancing, high, personal hygiene products. And as well as when you're on a personal retreat, you already are social distancing. Yeah. Um, there's no conversation with other people. So you have right. your private room. And so all those accommodations are there. And so I encourage, and I'm confident the other retreat centers in our listening area have made similar accommodations because they want people to be able to have that encounter with Jesus. And so I encourage you to look into those retreat opportunities. Don't let the fear of the pandemic keep you away. In fact, perhaps you need that time with the Lord in the midst of all this stress. And so uh, just in our closing with Father Jones, just to know that those retreat opportunities are still available for you in the life of the church. And so um, we're grateful to continue this second hour with a great Catholic guest. Um, We want to welcome Kristalina Everett to us right here on Real Presence Live. Kristalina, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. You know, uh, uh, just before we began the segment, uh, uh, Heather asked me, <laughs> Father, do you know about Kristalina Everett and her husband <laughs> at all? And I said, oh, I'm Catholic, aren't yes. I? You know, of course I, of course I do. Um, you know, Kristalina, it's great to have you on air today. Um, you know, this is the first time you and I have, have spoken to each other, but I feel like I've known you already because uh, I've already read one of your books, Kristalina, yeah. 10 years ago. Um, uh, about how to find your soulmate without losing your soul. That's your book. Is that correct? Yes. My husband and I actually wrote that together. Wow, Father, you make me so old. <laughs> wow. I, wow. I hate to, not to like pile on the well, years he's there. Old, don't worry. And I, and I gave it to my teenage nieces, you know. And, uh, hey, and I'll have to, that's good, though. It's good. It is. On, it's fantastic. But I do like to say that uh, the, even reading that book, you know, uh, even though the book is geared towards a young woman uh, and, and yeah. helping them navigate, you know, life and love and chastity and contemporary human life, as a Catholic man, I found it very helpful. And uh, That's it's just, it's just a testimony that. to Christina of your, your life of faith, uh, the work that you and your husband do. And, uh, you know, we're glad that you're with us today because you are going to be featured more on Real Presence Radio. And so not only the content of your book, but the other work that you do, um, you're going to, you know, with your new show that's going to be beginning uh, on Thursday right here. And we're going to be broadcasting. We're so grateful uh, for your participation in Real Presence Radio Network and Catholic Media. And so we just want to find how did that begin, that journey with you and your husband into the, the world of Catholic media and, and sharing the good news of Jesus and all these beautiful teachings of the Church. How did that start for you guys? Well, first I just want to say I'm completely honored to be a part of the family of Real Presence Radio. It is such an honor, and it's so exciting. And my ministry really started, the Women Made New, whole ministry as a whole really started because, one, I was sexually abused when I was a child. Mm. And then that really, so much of that stemmed into high school and my relationships. And 
my downward spiral into just a really bad life. And I was really caught up in, in trying to just please everyone. And I was giving so much of myself away. And then at the end, I felt so empty and left with nothing but disgust and regret and just not knowing who I was, what what my purpose was. And it was just very hard and difficult. And I had this massive conversion in my life. And from that point on, I just wanted to scream from the rooftops that, mm-hmm. look, you can start over. It's never too late. It's never too late to start over, no matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done. It's never too late. And I just wanted to let my girlfriends know, just that this is a message. This is a real thing, because I wasn't hearing that back then. Mm-hmm. And I got into the ministry with Jason, with our chastity project and everything we did together there. And then when I started going to counseling within marriage, all of this was, was really revealed to me. And I just wanted to help women, because I feel like women are just so under attack, because we bring life into the world, and the devil cannot stand that. That's one of the reasons. And we're so under attack that I wanted women to have support. And in my own healing process that I had, it was really difficult to also find all of the different resources within the church that were good and solid and weren't going to damage me more versus Mm. the things that were really good. And I just wanted a hub for women to go to. And Women Made New is that. And now it's evolved into this beautiful radio show that EW10 has allowed me to have. And it's just all about women helping women and that we can be made new together with Jesus. So what is your overall goal with Women Made New? What kind of topics do you cover in your show? Uh, we will cover uh, just a whole range of topics of maybe eating disorders or if you're having problems within your marriage, if you need to start a healing process, what does that look like? What do you need to do? What are the stages? Um, We also had, if you come from a divorced family and you're married now, what does that look like? And I have different experts in these different fields or just different books or resources out there interviewing these beautiful women and men um, that can help you through the hard times and process that people really don't want to maybe discuss or talk about out there that I really just want to shine light on those hard topics. You know, Kristalina, those hard topics mm-hmm. touch the lives of every member of the church. And so not only as a pastor of souls, as a, as a priest in, in the Catholic Church, but also as a member of a family, some of the topics mm-hmm. that you just mentioned, they touch the life of my own personal family. So a lot of people don't understand there might be hot-button issues or some of these unpopular topics that are in the world today. Most people don't really make the connection that even their pastor, even their priest, <laughs> has those same situations in their families, yeah. those same areas where God's healing and grace is needed, whether it's in their family history, down the line, whether it be close family members, whether it be in their own life, mm-hmm. that they, they need that experience. And we've all lived in the current culture, which uh, our great Pope, St. John Paul II, whom I know uh, you and your husband Jason had a great affinity and love for in his beautiful teachings, he talked about how, you know, we had had a culture of death, you know, mm-hmm. and in that mm-hmm. is the, the, the fruit of the culture of death is all that woundedness um, that comes from all those trials and all those things you mentioned, whether it's eating disorders, broken marriages, um, abuse situations, uh, addictions, uh, uh, many different things that affect uh, people in our world, and particularly how women in the life of the church have been negatively 
uh, you know, influenced and hurt and harmed. But there's hope. There's grace. There's the life of Jesus. Um, you know, when, when highlighting that hope, when highlighting these resources and women made new, what are some, um, you know, who are some of the guests? Who are some of the people that you plan on having on to join you in those conversations of hope and grace? Uh, so far, we've had uh, Kimberly Hahn, we've had Chris Pisanis, Lisa Cotter, Cameron Frad, Layla Miller. We've had a lot of just a slew of different guests. My husband, Jason Everett. You know, I just interviewed him <laughs> yesterday. That was fun. Oh, we had a wow. good time answering back and forth. So I, I just, I, I really just pray, take it to prayer of Lord, who do you want me to interview? What topic shall we cover? And then just different things will come to me, and then I just call the person up, and then. We just kind of go from there, but I just, I just want to hit on the things that women are really struggling with. But I'm talking really struggling, talking about when you're stuffing your stuff, you don't want to deal with it. You put some lipstick on it, act like you're okay, mm. and you just walk out the door, you know? Mm. And you can only do that for so long until it's going to slowly start bubbling up onto your children, onto your husband, onto the workplace or your friendships or everything else. And I was really under this misconception and lie that I gave myself that I was going to leave it all outside the church doors and I was going to walk down that island to this new life with Jason. And it's true. And that's partly what I did, but you also will be dragging that into it with you and you can only keep it down for so long. And it was really through counseling and adoration and a good spiritual director and confessor and a support system of of a close network of people that I was able to go through what I went through and find the healing that God wanted to give me. But it's a scary and hard process, and I understand that. But I find it to be worse and harder and sadder to carry all of that around with you for the rest of your life. And I felt like I was operating almost as a handicap, that Mm -hmm. I could only go so far and I could only do so much until I went through that next door. And that was that. And it was a hard one to go through, but it was... It was the most important decision I think I made in my entire life. You're listening to Real Presence Radio. My name's Father Tim Smith, and this morning we're joined uh, by Kristalina Everett, who's going to be the host of a new program on Real Presence Radio, Women Made New. And it's going to address many of these topics and challenges affecting women in the life of the church. And Kristalina, your own testimony right there brings to mind uh, my work as a, as a parish priest in marriage preparation. And so you mentioned about in entering into the sacrament of marriage with your husband, Jason, about how you, you, in order to live that life in Christ, you needed to reconcile with all those things in your past in order to live the freedom of the children of God. And so if I think about the couples that I interview that want to get married in the life of the church, there is a growing awareness mm-hmm. of, you know, I think of some of the couples I've been working with just in the last year, they said, Father, we want to do this right. They may have had experiences of marriages that didn't work when they were growing up, um, but they want to live it the way, you know, in truth and in Mm -hmm. in God's grace, as well as recognizing certain challenges, things that come with, uh, because when you're entering into marriage, you're marrying the whole person. And that means every aspect of their life, even before you encountered your future spouse. And that includes all those experiences of childhood, all those experiences maybe in college. Mm-hmm. We live in a time where there's a rampant hookup culture, and that has certain consequences in and, and the spousal relationship as people move into their vocation. Um, and so, you know, this, this testimony that you give is a great encouragement of light and love to talk about those things. You know, how has your work with your husband 
in the area of chastity education. Um, I know you spent a great deal of time about that. How has that influenced your understanding of, you know, bringing this good news to women in the church? It, I sum it up as chastity, at least how I experience it in my life, as freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people think that if you live out the life of chastity, that it's, it's the church, Mother Church is just going to come, and God's just going to take everything from you. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a lot of rules and things you have to follow in order for God to love you. And who wants that, right? It's like a dictator. Mm-hmm. And But really, that's what I, in my own experience, used to think. But chastity really brings on freedom in a person's life. And the freedom not to have that pressure, the freedom not to give into the ways of the world every time your friends want to go out and be crazy and hook up and just going along with it. It was almost this protection of, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. And once you have that, those morals and standards in place and you really experience God's love and mercy, you don't want to lose it. I didn't want to lose that. And I, I was tired of always having this worry and this angst and this guilt and just feeling less than and not worthy and just always trying to prove myself, you know, prove myself to who and what, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was horrible the way I was living and I wasn't happy. And for those of you that maybe are in marriage preparation or not, maybe not even dating someone right now that you have this time where we are, a lot of things are on lockdown. A lot of people have to stay within their homes. It really just depends where you're living to take this time to just, Look at yourself. Look at your life. Go inward. Like, put Mm. the chaos outside. Go inward. Where are you at? Do that spiritual inventory. Father talked about these beautiful retreats that you're so lucky that are being offered right now, because here in Arizona, I can't have that, and Mm. I would love that. But there are virtual retreats that you can go on. But to take this time seriously with God and maybe just step back and reevaluate, because when all of this gets lifted and the dust is settled, and God willing, we all go back to normal, that what do you want to look like? You have this time that you could really make massive changes and change the course of your life with Jesus. And I feel like it's an invitation to really look at where do you want to be? What things do you want to get rid of? What things in your life? Maybe you're dating that person that you know is just toxic and you have no business being with. Maybe you have a vocation and you've been ignoring it. Beautiful, Crystalina. God wants. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're going to take a quick break here on Real Presence Radio. We'll be back where our guest is Crystalina Effort from Women Made New. Stay with us. We'll be back in a short break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. 
We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo, parishioner of Saints Anne and Joachim Church in Fargo. I'm excited to share with you the launch of Lumen Vision, providing eye care for the whole family, including eye emergencies, vision therapy, and routine exams. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eyes of Faith, a frame company that prints scripture verses on the inside of each frame. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Heather Carroll. And we are broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. And heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. We're joined this morning by Kristalina Ever from Women Made New. Uh, Kristalina is going to have a new program on Real Presence Radio, and we're anxious to have her join the lineup to talk about uh, challenges affecting women in the life of the church today. Kristalina, during our conversation, uh, my, my thoughts have been directed towards all the great moms that I have in my parishes. Um, He's is, looking at me, guys. Well, I'm looking at Heather, <laughs> but I'm also thinking about, you know, I've got some, I, I hate to call them like pandemic babies, but like in the last four or five months, there have been a bunch of births of beautiful families, like beautiful mm-hmm. new moms. I've done I like a handful of baptisms. And I think about these new moms, they're holding their infant children, and I also have kind of reflected prayerfully about some of the challenges as, as moms that they're going to have to have conversations with their, with their sons and with their daughters about any number of, of things in life, particularly just about God, about the Lord, you know, how, do, how does mom... Uh, talk to the kids about God. How about these, these, some of these topics you've mentioned about, like, you know, chastity and modesty. Um, in your show, Women Made New, um, you know, Kristalina, what can you say, you know, as, as a mom, like, how can, how, how do you have those difficult conversations, particularly when you have maybe even teenagers like you do, Heather? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, what are some encouragement in, in the world we live in right now for those who are parents? When it came to my kids, um, I have eight children and two babies in heaven, so I have ten children. Mm. And when it came to them when they were really young, I always instilled in them that always listen to that small, still voice. I think when they were three, and I really could just be understood just a little, right? That, oh, mm. if, if you feel like you shouldn't be doing that, what do you feel in your heart right now? Always go to what God has already instilled in them, that's already there that they feel, right? That, that 
conscience that he's given us and that small, still voice. I tell my children, that's our compass to heaven, baby. And if mm. you listen, God will take care of you, and you'll be under his protection. Just listen. But I told him I always regret listening, not listening, but when I listen, I always thank God I listen when I see the outcome. Mm-hmm. And so I always, at a young age, always instilled that in them. And as they got older and older, I told them, if you feel like you're in a situation or you're you're going somewhere, you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be, and I tell them, don't, I tell them, don't do yourself dirty. Listen to your conscience, okay? Because mm-hmm. you don't have to go to confession later. Mm-hmm. So always listen, because that's always, honestly, a protection, too, because if God's telling you, look, you need, you need to get out of this situation, and you're listening to that conscience, you really could be protecting yourself from so much. And, and I feel that really is a gift from God if we just utilize what He's given us. And even just that small, still voice says volume in our life. Mm-hmm. And even now, today, for me, or even maybe that older grandmother or that mother or that college student, God speaks to us, I feel, on a daily basis. And if we listen, He'll really direct and guide us towards His will, because He always wants what's best for us. So even now that I have teens and tweens, I know when they go out, and I've always prepared them in that way, knowing one day they are going to leave my house, and they always aren't going to have me there with them, but I always want them to know they will have God with them, and mm-hmm. to just listen. He's there. He's guiding you. And that he, they can always go to adoration. They can always go to Jesus and talk to Him in the Eucharist. And I've always tried to instill that also in my kids, because again, I'm not always going to be there, but Jesus will be. And if you always direct him and you always direct your children back to Jesus, especially Jesus in the Eucharist, that will be huge in their life because they'll always have him to go to when you're not around. And they'll always have their conscience when maybe they're over their boyfriend's house and nobody's home or when they're at that party or when they're driving and being crazy with their friends in the car. They will always have that conscience with them that will never leave, that small, still voice. And God will protect them. But you instill that in a small age now. I can tell my kids, always listen. They're like, I know, listen to my heart, Mom. Yeah. You know, and they leave at school in the morning. I'm like, don't forget to listen. And they're like, okay, Mom. You know, but I know I have instilled that well into them. And that's one thing I feel is a protection for them is with, with, with the world. And then when yeah. it comes to sexuality and having the talk with your kids, mm-hmm. what we've done in our household is it's something we start at an incredibly young age with, like, Princess and the Kids and the different books that they have. Theology of the Body Institute has books for young, young children, just mm-hmm. really basic stuff of having a gift all the way going through high school. There's an art material to give them, but I don't feel like it's this one big conversation with your, right. your teenager you have. It's something that you instill as they grow up. So these young moms really start thinking about different ways, even if they're toddlers, how you can just say little things, they're a gift, they're so precious, they're amazing, just little things as they go up. And then also just talk with your daughters. I have a show with Becky Green about talking with your daughters about those hard conversations and about just self-care in general when they start hitting puberty. It is a big deal. It's hard. Our children are going through these bodily changes. And if you can't guide and navigate them through that, what makes them think that they that you, as a parent, are going to be able to navigate and guide them through when it comes to sex and everything else. Like You have to be there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, that is really powerful, of just helping your daughter walk through what's going on with the changes in her body, helping your son walk through and helping them understand. And we got books, and I've been sitting down, and we have conversations at night, and they're beautiful conversations that we have. And I really have this nonchalant attitude, and they know they can come to me for anything and talk to me because, well, mom can have those conversations. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. It's, it's mm-hmm. okay. 
you know, and to have that open communication, but also to spend time with your kids. I mean, this last weekend, I stopped the crazy in my life, and I had it on the calendar for a while. We have mommy and daddy days in our house. So mm. I had a mommy day with my teenage daughter, and I wanted to make it really special because school's going to be starting up, and I went and I rented a convertible, okay? I just did. I went and rented a convertible. <laughs> wow. We put the top down. We blasted some awesome good music. I took her out to eat. We went shopping. We had amazing these talks we had, and just spending time and having fun, not having the baby on me or being at home in the crazy or the kids or her brothers or just having that freedom and openness to be able to talk, have fun, not being interrupted. And that's one day that you Mm -hmm. can take out for your child and it will last a lifetime and the memory. So just to take the time and give it and invest in your kids. Amen. Just an example of, uh, you're listening to Real Presence Radio and we're with Kristalina Everett and, uh, those are some great examples mm-hmm. of the kind of uh, topics and uh, great ideas to live faith and family life in God's love and in his goodness. Uh, so, Kristalina, great ideas on parenting and just, you know, it really helps our listeners kind of give some ideas on how they want to, like, take that time with their children to instill, uh, you know, those values, um, help form a, a good conscience. There's nothing like a beautiful well-formed conscience. I think of even some of my most elderly members during this time of the pandemic Mm -hmm. where they haven't been able to come to mass. And I've had conversations of, it's okay. The bishop has said (laughs) that you don't have to come to mass right now. And the beautifulness of a well-formed conscience of a 95-year-old woman who says... Yeah, Father, but I still feel bad. And yeah. I say, well, yeah. that's okay. You know, See, like, exactly. And I'm like, that's 95 years of, and you know what? Yeah. That Those same values you talked about, Kristalina, that you shared with your daughter, those are those same values that their parents shared with them, you know, all exactly. those, all those yeah. 90 years ago, instilling in them to listen to that still, small voice of their conscience. And that's a great encouragement for all of us, you know, yeah. uh, man, woman, or child, you know, that we all... Like, we have that voice in us, and we want to follow the Lord. He'll lead us to his goodness. Well, and I know that with my daughter, she's 17, um, one thing that I've learned from my own mother is to live it. Mm -hmm. I live it, I breathe it, Catholic, through and through. Everything I do has a Catholic view, everything. And then it just naturally spills out into my life and into my daughter and what I do. And I love the fact that you said that you have these continual conversations because I've never had the conversation. It's been Mm -hmm. 15 years of conversations (laughs) that we've had. And and it's just been a progression. And it's actually been a lot easier on me to have continual conversations than one big one. (laughs) You know, know, one of the problems. I think moms really struggle with mates, some of them, because of their own past experiences or wounds or insecurities, mm. that they can't have those conversations, <clears throat> and that's mm. not where they're at. But mm-hmm. I encourage, and, and I'm working on something now, too, that I'm going to come out with, but right now, if a mom wants to talk to her daughter or her sons, or it's more for daughters, honestly, to get a, a, a journal and let your daughter know, look, there's a lot of things that are happening right now in your life and your changes in your body. And if you have any questions, you can write them down for me, honey. And mm-hmm. then I'll look at it, and then I will go and I'll research it or we'll talk about it. And I can always just I'll write a response back. And it's, it's nice because mm-hmm. that way they can communicate without the embarrassment and yeah. the insecurity. And then that way the daughter can put what she has. And the mom can go freak out in her bedroom, do what she needs to do, pray, and then answer the question. You know, I mean, and there's a level of that. I see yes. that in women. You know, yes. but it's, it's just a way to kind of 
do it without the verbal, you know, and and, and the, the daughter seeing the insecurity and the mother. And then mm-hmm. also I want to say that your conscience doesn't have a date on it. Your mm. conscience doesn't have an age. It was there when you were born. It will be there when you die. And it really is just, mm. it's everything. Like, I knew no matter how drugged up I tried to make myself or drunk or whatever it is at those parties, I still heard that voice. And mm-hmm. it annoyed me. And God was always pursuing me. He's pursuing you in that. He's trying to reach you through that. It's his invitation. He's you know, constantly inviting you back to him. And so to listen, because honestly, it can change the course of your entire life. And mm-hmm. another thing I want to add on top of my convertible with my daughter is I took my husband. We went out on a date in that convertible that night, too. So awesome. it had some purposes. <laughs> and we had some fun. And I put some lipstick on it and high heels. And we had a good time. So it's not just for your daughter, but make sure you spend time with your husband because it's really important. You know, uh, so grateful, Christina, that you're joining us here on Real Presence Radio. And so your your show, Women Made New, begins this Thursday, August 6th, and that's going to air every Thursday at 11 a.m. right here on Real Presence Radio. And so for our listeners who have enjoyed the conversation with you, we want you to mark your calendars. Put it on your, your phone calendar and mm-hmm. get your alert set so that way, all right. Or if you miss the show, put it in your podcast feed because there you'll you be go. able to listen to Christina and her guest discuss all these great things in family life. Crystalina, any last encouragement to those who want to listen to the show? And, and just God is waiting there for you, and He has so much to give you. And these are some dark times, yes, that we're living Him, but you can be that light for people around you and that you are important. Just know that you are important in your life and what it is He wants you to do. Thank you, Crystalina Everett. Again, tune in to Women Made New. That begins this Thursday, August 6th at 11 a.m. Central Time right here on Real Presence Radio. Thank you, Crystalina. We were glad to have you on the network. We can't wait to listen to the episodes, and we're going to share them with all the people we love. God bless you, and uh, thanks for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. All right, there's more to come right here on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> 